What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to help you reach your goals and far more than just health and wellness. Today, we're going to be diving into the importance of reflecting now. We are 112th through this year, entering February. We want to have a candid conversation with this topic and see where it goes. As always, we're your co-hosts, Jason Hogarth and Ism Hadahat. Let's take this conversation and see where we can go with it. What's up, man? February? Happy February? Happy February. Yeah, 112 done of 2024. Pretty crazy to think about, crazy to say. It's been it's been a fun first month. I'm excited to see what else is still to come, though. Same. I I like that, and I'll, I'll share this point. We were saying that I feel like we feel like January and February are kind of crucial where you get this high of, okay, it's a new year. I need to do this. I need to do that. Am I on track to reach my goals? And it's like the first two months of the year, you have so much time after that. So we think that, you know, this month is important also continue to reflect, see where you're going. Um, but we'll spend some time with, with two key areas here. So we want to spend some time with avoiding burnout as you continue to move forward within your goals. And then if you are feeling or experiencing burnout, how do you deal with these setbacks and plateaus? Um, and we'll see what, what we can do for February here. Yeah, love it. I think it's perfect timing. I feel like this is kind of that it's the make or break month on if you're going to stick with it or not. I feel like I mean, there's going to be challenges throughout the whole year to stay consistent. This is where it's like you're at the point now where so many different things have come up. Adversities hit in a variety of different ways for whatever goals you've set. And it's just that point where like all the hype, the new year, new me, all that stuff. No one talks about it anymore. It's over. It's gone. So the only people that are going to make it at this point are the ones that continue to trust their process or have someone there that can show them the way as well, kind of grab their hand, get them through the the tough time and show them the um, the brighter side. Because, you know, you're you're four weeks into a new fitness program. You're probably pretty, pretty sore if you've never worked it out before and you're still working on how to get to that point where you're recovering very well in between your workouts, if you're pushing a little too hard. So there's a lot we could get into. I'm excited to dive into it today. Yeah, you bring up workout and we'll spend some time there and then let's dive into. I like that we usually go, you know, health, wellness, and then we'll connect some career stuff there. Um, but with this burnout, I always like to talk about the progressions or regressions of training. And we've said in the past, remember the four to six. And all that means is every four to six weeks, you do want to progress your training or regress it. So it can be as simple as changing the intensity by then. If you're doing progressive overload that we call it, where you're doing either more weight or more reps or more volume overall over time, are you progressing that through each week and then completely changing every four to six weeks? Does your program change? Are you going typically just some type of equipment only for four weeks and then your next four weeks after that, are you switching? Are you adding more cardio in? Like, how can you progress your training every uh, four to six weeks there? Because that's the time it takes your body to adapt and switch and change and see change within, you know, your mental and physical health. But obviously, in this point, more physical health there. Yeah, and that's exactly it, right? So getting into the importance of this time to reflect, if we look at, you know, we're one month down, we're going to look back at everything we did. We we're going to see what went well, what didn't go so well, figure out what our best plan is to, to move forward and what your progression plan is going to be. So for fitness, it's something like is said, taking the, the training to 
a different place or maybe the next level of intensity, or maybe you're going to take a slight step back depending on where you are. If you've been working out for a couple months now, career wise, or in any, just any other facet besides fitness, as we start to look at it, it's the same thing. You know, if we're for me, I work in sales. So I'm going to look at my last month. Did I hit my numbers? Did I not? What could I be doing differently? What worked really well? What netted me new meetings? Uh, things like that, that I want to keep pushing for to make sure that I hit my overarching goal for 2024. That's the main thing we're looking at is way of using reflection to keep pushing us forward. Um, it can also help bring that next sense of motivation to give you that new year feeling in a way to where you're looking back at all of your previous successes. And it kind of becomes a time when you do reflect. It's important to look at everything from what went well to what went bad and be honest with yourself because this is that chance to build that self-discipline muscle that we talk about all the time. But the main thing is you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be hard with yourself, but you can also celebrate the wins too, because that's a big part of the process. And if you look back and look at 2023, maybe you didn't do anything that you really wanted to, maybe you didn't have any fitness plan, but now in 2024, if you were consistent 25 out of the 30 days, 20 out of the 30 days, whatever it is, that's a huge amount of progress. So if you stuck with it for this long, you just got to keep going because that consistency is going to get you to the results that you want at the end of the day. So um, use this time to reflect and continue to plan and move forward and just get 1% better. You know, when you're doing this reflection, see and be aware are using the butt phrase like B-U-T, meaning like, so you're reflecting, somebody's asking if J Jason and I were having a conversation and Jason was like, hey, how's your you know, your new strength training routine going. And I'm like, you know, it's going good. I saw this, but I'm not feeling blah, blah, blah. You lose track of what you've done. So within the reflection, it's easy to catch yourself burning out and, and going towards burnout. If you are doing a lot of things and you are in action, but you're not celebrating or acknowledging, hey, I'm doing more than I've done in the past, because don't lose track of the compound effect, meaning if you're new to a fitness routine or in a new career path and you're doing something different, and let's just say you're doing something different at seven days a week in a month, seven times four, right? I'm going to do, yeah, that was at 28. So that's 28 more days of doing something different. I hope my math was right there. Uh, 28 yeah. more days of different activity than you wouldn't have done before. Um, I'm really notorious with taking out a calculator for all my math. So that felt right. That feels good. Um, back to the topic. Yeah. So, you know, be sure to compound what you're doing. Don't lose track of what you are getting done. And, you know, it adds up over time. Watch out if you are doing, hey, I'm doing this, but I don't think I did X or Y. Stay consistent, stay positive, you know, keep moving forward and you'll feel and avoid or you'll feel less burnout and avoid burnout completely. Yeah. And I've seen it a lot where it's like, if, People have one mess up one day, two days, three days. They think that that's the thing that's halting their progress or stopping them from reaching their goals. And that's why I, I kind of double down here on that emphasis on you need to be honest with yourself about why you're not hitting your goals because it could be, it's definitely something else. Because if you're, if you're consistent for, if we say 30 days in the month or 31 days in January, so we'll, we'll just use 31 days. Um, if you were consistent for 27, 28 of those days and you didn't get to where you wanted to, there's something else wrong. It's not just those three days you weren't consistent. So that's where like the honest reflection too is important. So you can realize where you've been, how 
great, you did, but then be honest about those 27 days, what could I have done differently to have a different result right now? And make sure you double down on those things in February. That way you can keep pushing forward. You could see the progress you want. Because as we're going through, I know you've talked about it before with with the example specifically around fitness of like when someone is going through a, a program, you know, maybe they're super consistent with their diet on every weekday, but then weekday weekends, it slips up. And like a one weekend of drinking and eating heavy can can take away a week of progress in the gym if you're trying to to lose weight, if you're overeating calories and that in large quantities. So it's like just things like that, make sure that you're being honest with yourself so you can truly identify what the pain point is that's kind of setting you back to. You know, with the honesty, I'll, I'll share a story. I feel like I may have talked about it a little bit in the past, but, you know, in 2022, I moved to Boston and that was like, I call it like my movie, my movie year where it felt like for three plus years, I felt like nothing really went my way. You know, I moved back home. I wasn't happy there. I didn't know where to go career wise. I was doing distance for three years with my fiance, well, girlfriend at the time. And it just like things just felt like everything was against me. So then 2022 came, I moved to Boston, joined a team. I got engaged. Like, you know, it felt like a movie. Now, when last year started, 2023, I burnt out super early in the year because I tried to chase the accomplishments and like the feelings now keep an eye or keep an ear for feelings. I try to chase these feelings that I got the year before of like, hey, it was like a roller coaster lifestyle. Like everything was so happy. I met so many people. Like I had so much fun. I got engaged, like just a high of emotions. Now when 2023 happened, I wanted to redo all of that times two. I'm like, I want all that to happen again. Thing was, I didn't allow myself to be where I was at. And the other thing was, at the end of the day, I was just chasing the feelings, the feelings of feeling fulfilled, happiness, in love, um, being around great people and having fun, laughter, all of that. And instead of focusing in on doing other things that will allow me to feel that, I focus in on what are the materialistic things I can get to help me feel again or think that I'm accomplishing things when at the end of the day, all I wanted was a feeling. So I share that because reflection is super important. At the end of the day, a lot of the times when we are pursuing something, it's the feeling behind it. Same thing where it comes into you know, receiving a gift or receiving something. Usually it's not the physical thing. Yes, you want that physical thing. It's good, but it's the feeling behind it. So when you're reflecting, if you want to avoid burnout, sometimes it's as simple to think, okay, the things that went well, what were the feelings behind that? If it was true happiness and fulfillment and laughter, what are some things that you could do to allow you to feel those things? Because then you are in this in heightened state of emotions and feelings. And if you could stay there, you'll feel more happiness there versus, okay, I need to chase this materialistic thing. Like, hey, I, well, I got engaged then. I was going to get married in 2023. That wasn't happening. It wasn't in the cards for us. So that's just an example of what I felt and what I've seen as far as Hey, here's another way to avoid burnout. Are you chasing the materialistic thing or are you celebrating the, you know, accomplishments along the way, but there's some feelings behind it that go a long way. Yeah. I think as we talk about this topic of avoiding burnout, it's really important to go into both sides of that, of it's great to have those materialistic goals because they do push us and they do make us want to chase that, but only until we get it. Once you yep. get it, all motivation, all drive goes away unless there's another thing that you're going to start chasing. So it's it's good to have materialistic goals because it will drive you. But then on the other side of it, you need to have a bigger goal or a bigger vision for yourself of 
what do I truly want to become? Who do I want to be beyond just those materialistic things? Because once that goes away, you're not going to have anything to chase. So you always want to be chasing something and it's going to be different for each person, whatever your vision is, whatever your bigger purpose is, um, as far as what you want to do with your life, that has to be the main driving force. And then you can supplement that with these other materialistic goals to kind of push you and to get to the kind of take baby steps towards your overall goal. But there's got to be something else there to help you. Otherwise, burnout is almost inevitable because if you're just continuing to chase that next thing, you're going to run out of things to chase at some point if you're being successful. If you continue to grow and you continue to get the things you want, like getting engaged, buying a house, buying a car, at some point you're going to run out of things and all those things are going to just start to feel the same. So it's important to have something bigger than just the materialistic, but I'll never say materialistic goals are bad because I have them, you have them and they're important. They're important. You need Mm -hmm. to have them too. Well, then it sounds like we've we've talked about this in the past. Now, the idea of chasing, I'm going to connect this into um, like feeling like you're plateauing, which is essentially the second point we want to talk about is, you know, how do you deal with setbacks and plateaus, specifically plateaus where you feel like, okay, it's been some time, but I don't see anything else. And where do you feel like, have you experienced this plateau before? How have you worked around it? Do you think that it comes from chasing things i've me personally and i feel like we've talked about the chase versus uh not achieve there was a word i want to use oh pursue chase versus pursue yeah are we if we're chasing something consistently is that what causes plateau what do you think there yeah i mean i think at, at the end of the day because there's only so many levels to the materialistic side of it and if you're just chasing those things constantly at some point you are going to reach a point of complacency because no matter what it is you like, no matter what the thing is that you're, you're chasing after, once you do get your hands on it, you're going to be pretty comfortable. I mean, I think even, you know, for myself, I've been there. Like when I had success early on, when I first moved down here, it kind of hits you. Like I've done a lot of the things that I wanted to do. Like one of my big goals was to be a season ticket holder for the dolphins I achieved that. And it's like, at that point, it's like, what's next? Mm. And at the time, I didn't really have that clearly defined for myself. I didn't really know what my my passion was. It was just, I'm I'm a salesman in tech sales. And like, I just went to work every day. But like, I didn't have anything, a greater purpose defined for myself of what I truly wanted. Really wasn't until last year that I think I really sat and figured out what the hell it was I wanted to do with my life besides just be a salesperson because each and every one of us are so much more than that. And that's, that's not to say like you need to be an entrepreneur or anything. There's a lot of people that love their jobs and working inside of a company and they want to just be the best at that. They enjoy the, the comfort of a nine to five. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's great too, but it's all about knowing what you want to be outside of work. Do you want to be the best parent you can be the best significant other you can be the best son daughter whatever you can be like you need to identify that for yourself i took note of what do you want to identify as outside of just the nine to five or just the closed doors because again i i love that 
you consistently bring it up and I forget to say it a bunch, but you know, this podcast isn't just for an entrepreneur. You can be happy at a nine to five. Absolutely. Like have some security there, be happy, you know, make a living. But to Jason's point of, you know, identifying outside of, you know, work, I do love like, Hey, it's so easy. We spend all our time at work. We spend all these hours at the end of the year, however many hours that adds up to, but it's in weeks, it's over 40 weeks, most or over 40 weeks, over 40 hours per week. Most of the time, how do you have a life outside of that? Do you want to get over consumed from work by work? Now, are you a, a good son or father or daughter? Like what, what are some of the things you can identify yourself with and how can you excel at those things? And it doesn't have to just be your job title. It's so easy to say like, Hey, I'm the HR manager. Or, hey, I'm a salesperson. Hey, I'm a personal trainer. Hey, I'm a police officer. Cool. That's great. Have some pride in what you do and how you serve. But there are other things and, and it could just be as simple as just being like a family person or, Hey, I'm a good friend. I'm a good listener. What are those things? I think that can help you plateau in a sense, because sometimes you feel like you're plateauing because you're staying at the same kind of position at, at a career or a job for a while, but that's okay. It's not necessarily plateauing. You're still learning a skill set and performing your job at the best that you can, but are you doing things outside of there to kind of help you stay balanced and fulfilled? 100%. And that's, I saw a post on, on LinkedIn about this not too long ago, and it was it seems like all the content out there these days is for just for entrepreneurs. You need to leave your job. Like, look, only like seven to 8% of the people in the world become entrepreneurs and actually become profitable. So that's couldn't be farther from the truth, but that seems to be what everyone is like preaching and talk about. And it's like, you have to be an entrepreneur. Or you're a failure. If you want to work a nine to five to your life, you're failing. That couldn't be further from the truth. It's about knowing who you are and what you want to be at the end of the day. And that is having that good, going back to the first thing we talked about, having a good reflection with yourself in general of knowing who you are, knowing what we want and building your life accordingly. Like that's at the end of the day, that's all of what our goal should be is finding our true passion and our purpose in life. And there's no, there's no one size fits all of that. It's, it's going to be unique for each and every person. Yeah, it reminds me too. It's like, hey, are you consistently on the go or or are you actually having time to reflect? How long is your reflection? Is it just like, hey, I'm going to take two minutes after I listen to this episode? No, take some time. It may take you a few days or weeks. It may take a month to reflect because it's so easy to just say, hey, we're reflecting. We are reflecting, but we are really just searching for answers. Like you really don't have to search for the answer. It's going to come for you. One of the favorite things that I've learned was with the behavior change certification that I took, they just continue to emphasize that it's guided self-help. We're in the business and profession of guided self-help. We're not giving a solution saying, do this. We're going to give you tools and solutions that you could try. But at the end of the day, like and an individual is supposed to find the answers themselves. And I know some days it's easy to just say, well, give me the answer. I need it. What is it? What am I doing next? I promise you, you'll find the answer. You just have to spend some time with reflection. And again, take the pressure off of yourself that the reflection is going to be a short or just even a set period of time. And you're going to get the answer. It'll come to you, but you have to spend some time in reflection there. How many conversations do, I don't know. It went on for probably like months where me and oh, you were talking and I had no clue what I wanted to do at, at one point. Like it was probably at least a month, if not longer of like very similar conversations, but different where you were probably using your new tactics on me to get me to think, which 
I can, I'm very grateful for. So yeah, that's another piece to it. Get, <laughs> get, get someone that can help you kind of expand your thinking too. Cause it was like combination of talking with someone else and kind of like brainstorming things. And then like, at the end of the day, you do have to sit with yourself to figure it out, but it's like our conversations kind of assisted everything too. So. Yeah. We've shared that, you know, before these calls, we reflect a bunch, we have a conversation. It's, it's fun. It's laughter. It's sometimes it's a little more serious, like serious in a good way, thinking about what we want to do and accomplish or whatnot. But like before we even started any of this, it, it was, I moved back home. Jason moved to Florida. We were just catching up with each other. Then it kind of turned into consistent, like, Hey, I'm going to go for a walk. Are you free? And then we would just literally talk on the phone and it'd be like a good brain dump. We can call it a mastermind. Sometimes it's a ranting. A lot of times it was a ranting session on my end yeah. and it just helped us. So like we share that and we share it to a certain point. Great. It would be great if everybody had somebody they could talk to, whether a friend or family, whatever the case, find, find your outlet. I've talked about, we've talked about journaling a bunch. That could be it. You just need somewhere to let some emotions and some thoughts out. And again, it'd be great if it could be with an individual because you can build off of that. Um, but there's a hundred different ways that you can reflect and just take some time and find out what that one is for you. Absolutely. Love that. Uh, last thing that I have here, and it, it's in the realm of plateaus, and it might be a little bit of a, a controversial one, but Ooh. I have a little bit of a belief that a lot of plateaus come from the newfound thinking of self-love. And I mean this in one specific way. And I think it's because people take the wrong approach to what self-love truly is. Mm -hmm. And it's this thought that you should accept yourself exactly the way you are, no matter what, and be okay with it to the point where you're complacent. I'm big on self-love, self-acceptance, but it's also the piece of you need to have a belief in yourself that you can go to the next level with whatever your goals are. The goal isn't to just accept yourself and then stay where you're at and become okay and complacent with it and never chase after all the things that you think. It's to have that deep internal belief in yourself that you want to elevate and you want to go to the next level in your life. And even though maybe you're not where you want to be, but you know you can get to the next step. I think it's a very important thing because self-love, I feel like, has gone down the road route of I'm okay with where I'm at and I just want other people to agree with that as opposed to I'm okay with where I'm at I can be honest with myself but I also know that I can do better and I think that's a important distinction to make when I think about self-love it's accepting where you're at being okay with it and then being honest with myself if I have a bad habit that I currently have whatever it is you know would I want my future kid picking up that habit or not? If the answer is no, I should probably try to work to get rid of it and improve on it. That's the way I've kind of been looking at that and taking a different approach. Yeah, I think the you brought this point up a while back. It's a, the idea of grace. And I think grace and self-care and self-love kind of go together to a certain point, though, meaning you have to be self-aware enough knowing like, hey, is, is these are are these things being said right now excuses towards where I want to go, who I want to be, or is it actually grace because I'm sleep deprived or, Hey, like I need to actually feel these negative emotions that I have. Am I running away from them? I need to feel them. And, um, Hey, and I'm, I'm a little injured right now when it comes to like physical health, I need to do this before I can even do that. Have some grace and have some self-awareness to know like, okay, 
am I just putting this off or am I, do I need to do something else before I get started with that? And then find a way that you can get to get, find a way that you can get started. We say the masks are showing up. I think from there you can, you know, get your momentum going and you can keep moving forward from there. But it's a, that's a tough topic within this topic where it's, it's it is. hard to know, like, Hey, am I, am I actually giving myself grace? Um, do, do I actually love myself for where I'm at? Am I okay with where I'm at? Cause you always should be okay where you're at. You're, you're at a certain place because you're meant to be there right now, but it's knowing and reflecting, okay, well, is there somewhere else that I want to go or experience or, Hey, if it's something health wise, am I medically told that I need to do something to feel better and look better and be more confident and whatever that may look like for you. It depends on you as an individual. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. I think it also ties into outside of just like your own self of making that decision and determination. Like, am I giving myself grace or am I just tired today and I don't want to do it even beyond yourself. It's having people that will check you if you need to be checked as well. Like having the people, like there's nothing more valuable than, to me than having friends that are willing to look me in the face and tell me like, hey, what are you doing right now? Like you're off base, like let's refocus or whatever it is. Because at the end of the day, if everyone around you is just telling you how great you're doing and all this, it's going to stunt your growth too. Like you do need people that are willing to challenge you and say like, hey, we need to do this a little bit better. That's where I kind of go to of like, you want to have a circle that will push you to keep going past your limits if they know you're ready for it at that time, or if you're just completely going off course too. Perfect plug drop is check out our previous episode of one day or, or day one. It'll really aid you in this reflection period. Cause if you want to avoid burnout, if you want to avoid plateauing, sometimes it's knowing, Hey, am I saying I'm going to do this one day or am I going to take this as day one? So if you haven't listened already, check it out. Hopefully the tools that we said here helps you also. And let's keep doing this together. Perfect. As we wrap up this episode today, we hope you gain some valuable insights into the importance of reflecting on the early part of 2024 to help us push forward as we keep going into this year. Make sure we're avoiding burnout, effective ways to handle setbacks and plateaus. Surround yourself with some great people that can help pull you through those tough times too. Each month is going to be a new opportunity for growth, so make sure you make February count. Thanks again for joining us on Action Ignited. We appreciate your continued support and engagement. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. And if you have any questions or have a story that you would want shared, reach out to us. It's at Action Ignited on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Or you can email us at the email in the description with any questions as well. So stay motivated, embrace the challenge, and as always, stay ignited.